A dire warning will be issued on today's episode of The Upside. Target is doing something next month that's going to make a visit to their store even more expensive. You know how it is. You run in there for uh, like a hairbrush and some dryer sheets and you leave with six new outfits, some greeting cards, uh, food for four meals, some school supplies that you didn't know you needed because you're not in school, a tool, some light bulbs, you know, Target. You got targeted. The bullseye is on you, not them. The bullseye is on you as the customer when you go in. Well, in October, they're going to make it even more irresistible to spend money in their store. We'll explain on this episode of The Upside. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Before we start the show today, a reminder that if you haven't signed up for our weekly Pick Me Up email blast, go ahead and do that because we've got a great new newsletter coming out. Go to callieandjeff.com, click on the newsletter tab and sign up. Also, before we get into the meat of the show today, uh, I want to say that it has finally happened. If you have been listening to this uh, podcast for several uh, weeks now, you know that I have my fingers crossed for something big, and that something big finally went down yesterday. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Jeff was reposted by the Omni Amelia Island. I posted a picture of a beautiful sunrise at the hotel Callie and I were staying at over 4th of July week. And the hotel reached out and said, could we have permission to use this picture? And I said, absolutely. Because in my life, internet fame is just as good as real fame and wealth. So, I would like to put fame in, in internet fame in quotes yeah. because, you know. Not really a lot. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not making Kim Kardashian money <laughs> off this, but it's still neat that it's my picture. So yeah, he's so excited. Um, and so shout out to all the people who, uh, so who I guess probably started following the Omni after I brought it up, or who are already following uh, the Omni and and gave me a heads up that it was on there. So if you would like to see my artwork, it is <laughs> displayed. Yeah. It is on display at the Omni Instagram account. It's Omni underscore AIP. Boom. Can this week get any better? All right. So yesterday's show, the last show we did, we were in the middle of recording and an ant fell from the ceiling right onto Jeff's Kevin Hart quote. Yeah, we were talking about affirmations and uh, the proper way to give yourself a mirror affirmation. And out of nowhere, a bug, it turns out to be an ant, lands on the piece of paper I'm reading from, which we thought was just a coincidence. And also kind of gross. And kind of gross. But we looked up and it wasn't like there weren't like a gazillion ants on the light fixture above us or anything. It was just like one lost ant. And because you are upsiders... On Instagram, Mama Llama Ding Dong, I had to say her name, but her name is Nikki Wright, sent us a message that said, when the ant fell on your affirmation today, I couldn't help but look up the meaning of ants when they show up in your world. It is Aww. so cool and so spot on. Google ant totem or ant meaning. Spoiler alert, it has everything to do with hard work and teamwork. Now, listen, if, if this is not the epitome 
of what the upside community <laughs> is all about. Clearly, Callie and I have a pest control problem, right? We've got bugs in the house that are falling from the ceiling, but y'all turn it into something amazing. You do. I, and I appreciate that so very much. this is the part of our mission statement, encouraging others to see the upside. Yeah, we're so. like, oh, gross, bugs. <laughs> and then I smashed it. And then Nikki's all ant symbolization. No, 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 no. Use our Instagram name, please. Oh, and then Mama Lama Ding Dong is... <laughs> <laughs> Is all ant symbolization. Okay, so what does an ant symbolize? And I actually have this printed out. An ant is a symbol of strength, diligence, willpower, honesty, unity, patience, determination, stamina, sacrifice, and loyalty. Despite its minute size, the ant is a spirit animal, possesses an immense strength of accomplishment, reminding you that nothing comes easy in life without putting any effort. Wow. Now, let me see a piece of paper and hold on. I'm going to grab a Sharpie. I want to grab a marker because I think we need to note, not Nikki, not Mama Llama Ding Dong, not Miss Ding Dong or Llama Ding Dong or whatever your formal name is. I don't want to discount what you said, but the ant fell off the ceiling, which means we could probably eliminate some of the adjectives in this description of the ant. Like strength, no. Gone. No, don't do that. <laughs> let it go, Jeff. Let it go, and let's also not stamina. Think about how no. you killed the ant on our show. Sacrifice. Sacrifice is accurate because it sacrificed itself to deliver this message. Yeah. Well, so we were looking up, you know, ant. spirit animals of ants, and then of course comes up one of those internet quizzes that you apparently have to take because I got a text from Jeff that said, Hey, will you take this quiz? And it was one of those cheesy internet quizzes that said, what is your spirit animal? And I took it and uh, we will share the links. So when you're bored at work today, you can find out what your spirit animal is. Uh, but mine, Callie, is the otter. The otter. My oh. spirit animal is the otter. And otter symbolizes playfulness, life, Creativity, transition, agility, protection, adaption, curiosity, spontaneity, imagination, wisdom, fearlessness, acceptance, and enjoyment. I love how that's what it got out of your personality out of five questions that it yes. asked you online. There are more adjectives, there are more things describing my personality than there actually were in my personality quiz, questions in the quiz. Yeah. Uh, the affinity that a sea or river otter has to earth and water energies is representative of its motherly instincts as well as its capacity towards healing and strengthening family bonds. Wow. I am Jeff the Otter. <laughs> uh, as a spirit animal, you're social, orderly, creative, positive, and imaginative. And if you dream about an honor, an otter, it suggests the happiness you are going to find in your domestic life. Hmm. I just like the fact that now I have permission to lie in a body of water on my back and eat foods off my belly. <laughs> and look adorable doing it. <laughs> Do you want to know what I am? Yeah. I am a grasshopper. You are? <laughs> yeah. It says a grasshopper symbolizes luck, abundance, courageousness, resourcefulness, insight, peace, patience, fertility, 
intuition, vibrancy, stability, security, (laughs) solidarity, balance, freedom, joy, humor, and creativity. I didn't even know there were that many ways to describe a person. I didn't either, but here's the best part of it. You ready? Yeah. Aided with an ability to move forward only. I didn't know that. Grasshoppers can't move backwards? Yeah, apparently not. It suggests advanced thinking and enlightenment. It says, um, as a spirit animal, you are flexible, kind, sensitive, vocal, and creative. In dreams, suggest your acquisition of money to certain characteristic traits like freedom. Makes no sense to me, but whatever. So I am Callie the Grasshopper. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you have the uncanny ability to, if you are on the windshield of a car, to travel down the interstate at 85 miles an hour mm-hmm. and and remain fast in your position. Yes. Which always, I mean, it, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's my mind impressive. always goes to the fact that this poor grasshopper had a family, right? In city one, you know, the grasshopper had a family in Charleston. And then we got in the car and we took off and we were driving to Savannah and then the grasshopper got off the car in Savannah and is like, what am I going to do now? Right? You know what? They keep moving forward. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of straight hops. All right. And then one other thing um, before we get to your messages about the hit and run incident. Uh, one other thing that uh, I want to mention because it's super, super serious is um, we uh, got multiple messages from people who went into a separate room when they were choking and died. Like two or three people sent me that message. So do not go into uh, another room. If you're in a place with people, do not leave that room. If you start choking, don't let your pride kill you. Seriously, we were joking around about it, but it is very serious. So please don't do that. All right, we've got messages to get to from you regarding the hit and run story from yesterday's episode. If you haven't caught up yet, it's uh, a a dude who's in a parking lot of a Dunkin' Donuts when a bunch of teenage girls hit his car and then they take off. So he goes online and makes a post and says, if these are your kids, I am not going to call the police. I don't want them to get in trouble, but I do want them to work off the $2,000 in damage they did to my wife's car. So uh, bring them over to my house and I'll find some hard labor for them to do, right? I said that was a terrible idea because I am kind of cynical. Jeff has no faith in parents. And I'm thinking that there's a very good, if the kid is bold enough to hit another person's car and take off, the parent probably is bold enough to say, okay, we got away with it. We don't have to come up with the $2,000. And I said, I thought it was a great idea. And if for some reason the kids got scared and ran and weren't prepared for what to do, that gives the parents a chance to jump in and say, yeah, you're going to go work at that guy's house until you pay off what you owe him for hitting his car. We have a voicemail now and we opened our voicemail to say, please call us and tell us what you think and what you would do if you were in that situation. Hi, this is Brittany from Noonan. And first of all, I love your guys' podcast. I love what you guys stand for. Um, But in regards to the teenagers for the hit and run, I think that guy does need to take action. 
whether it be tracking down the parents or tracking or using the police to do it because teenagers these days are uh, entitled and feel that they have no sense of accountability and that they can just do whatever they want. And that is one of the problems with teenagers these days. So they definitely need to be held accountable for their actions and having them um, informed that how serious it is. So that's my opinion. Thanks. Bye. Is that really a mark? I mean, that truly is a marker in your adulthood when you start to use the phrase teenagers these days. Yeah, kids these days. Once you say that, you have reached peak adulthood. Achievement unlocked. Good morning, Kelly and Jeff. This is Melissa from Ackworth, and I had to immediately pause your podcast and call this number and tell you that at first I was all on Team Kelly and get, you know, give the parents a chance. And then when Jeff, when you spoke, it hit me that you are so right that nowadays everything is about covering up for our kids and helping them out. Well, you know, kids need to learn right from wrong and that there are consequences to all their actions. And whether it ends up that they just have to work off that two grand or whether it ends up their little butts go to juvie, I'm with it. But to go to juvie, another adulthood achievement. <laughs> Gonna send your butts to juvie. I'm just shocked that two thousand dollars, like the the damage was lot. that significant. I would run down the road chasing somebody. You know what I mean? But coulda, woulda, shoulda. Because remember, something happened in my car. Some teenagers egged my car. You chased them? No, I didn't. I went to the a well lit area because oh. it was in the middle of the night. And I thought you chased coulda, woulda, shoulda. I in my mind, I did. <laughs> that dream Callie chased dream them. Callie totally chased them down. Hi, Callie and Jeff, uh, avid listener from Indianapolis, Indiana. I just wanted to call and weigh in on what I believe I would do if I was the parent of the hit and run teenager. My child would lose privileges to that vehicle until they have completely paid off the gentleman they hit. Um, you work off the manual labor via the $2,000 that he is owed. And once that is completed, then you can have your keys back to your car and you've learned your lesson that it is a privilege that you have a car and there are laws to obey. Love listening to you guys. I hope it keeps going long time. Love and light. Bye-bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Elizabeth from Woodstock, and I listened to your podcast this morning about the neighbor. And there's one perspective that I think you're not considering. And as a mom of three teenagers, one of which is a 16-year-old girl, there is no way in this world that I would have my daughter go over to a stranger's house and work for them. I understand his position, and I think that's the old school way of doing things. I have no problem with that. If that was my daughter, I would write the check. I would make her walk it over to his house. Um, I'd make sure that she apologized, gave him the money for the damages, and that I would make her work it off at home. Um, teenagers are super busy with sports, work, social, homework. There's a lot on their plates, and the time that she could devote to actually going over working off $2,000 at somebody's home would be odd hours. And again, I wouldn't send my daughter over to do that. So I just wanted to give you another perspective. Great podcast. Thanks. Good night. But, but okay. The aside from the, 
safety issue, which is a good point. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the whole point of a punishment for it to be inconvenient? Well, it's not inconvenient. I think what she was saying is she's the time, like she's not sending her 16 year old daughter to some guy's house at 8 p.m. 10 p.m. to babysit because she has sports. You don't know the guy and it could be weird. I totally get that. I think that's what my parents would do. I think they would make me take the money over there and then they would make me work for them, which is totally worse. Working for your parents is way worse than working for a stranger if yeah if you're the kids who did that like you should lobby for the dude to hire you because he's going to make you like mow his lawn once or babysit twice or whatever change three stinky diapers then he'll be like you've learned your lesson go on but if that if your mom and dad had to write (laughs) that check you are mowing lawns until you're 48 years old yep Morning, guys. Happy Monday. It's Lisa calling from Sutton, Ontario, Canada, just listening to the podcast regarding the hit and run. If it was me and I could identify the teenagers, I think I would go and put the fear of God into them by saying, we know it's you and give them the opportunity to make it right. And just kind of remind them that you are trying to do this a nice way first. Unfortunately, not everybody is upsiders like us, but I think it's important to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, everyone screws up as teenagers. I know I did and (laughs) didn't get busted. (laughs) That's what I think. Have a great Monday, guys. Take care. All right. If you're a part of our Facebook group and you want to keep this discussion going, we can certainly do it there. Uh, But as far as the episodes of the podcast goes, it's time to move on. Uh, We got a big Target update coming here in a second. Um, And then a heads up tomorrow morning, if you've been waiting tomorrow, not tomorrow morning, not tomorrow morning. In the next episode of The Upside. We've got uh, the giveaway to the Westin uh, Hilton Head Island Resort and Spa. It's a two-night stay with resort fees and taxes covered. And we are going to give that away in the next episode, the episode that will be released on Wednesday, September 11th. So make sure you're listening. And of course, uh, we'll be acknowledging September 11th in that episode. And we'll, we will be releasing two shows that day. Um, One of them will be a conversation with Callie's dad, who was the number two lawyer at Delta Airlines on September 11th, 2001. His story is absolutely fascinating. He was in a very ironic situation when he learned of um, the attack. And he was one of the people that, or well, he was the person representing the legal team for Delta in the Delta Command Center. So he was telling us his story and it's just really crazy. I knew a couple weeks ago when I confessed to enjoying a pumpkin spice scone from Starbucks that was given to me for free. I knew that that confession would come back to haunt me. And it appears that today is the day. I don't think it's come back to haunt you. I just think that your loving wife picked up some pumpkin spice deliciousness for you to enjoy and for me to taste it because I've never had it before. Um, well, try the scone okay. first. Callie went to Starbucks this morning and came back with every single pumpkin thing that they have on the menu. Am I wrong about that scone? That's pretty good, good. isn't it? It's like if you've ever had the pumpkin bread, which is also great at Starbucks, it's that with icing on it. And I don't really care for scones. To me, they're just... That's not a scone. 
That's a pumpkin. What is I it? I know, but it's not a real scone. Real oh, scones are like dry, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's moist. And that's like a cupcake. Yeah. It's okay. like a cupcake. It's like a dessert. Now well, I also got the pumpkin oh, cream cheese muffin. Okay. For All us right. to try. Just that, you know, in the name of, um, you know, snacks that are pumpkin flavored are the only thing that Jeff Dollar will allow in this house before October 1st. So I'm just going to take advantage I'm, of that. I'm not even cool with this, but for the sake of research, we're just trying to, to, is it good? Yeah. We're just, this is the, I'm still, I'm eating the scone. We're trying to, uh, empathize with Katie who Katie Berg, who writes the pick me up newsletter for us. Uh, she lo is a lover of all things fall. And I confess to liking the pumpkin spice scone to her. And like two days later, she went out to get one just to see what all the hype was, yeah. was about. So I influenced her. And so now Callie's trying to influence me. The more. muffin? Not that good. What's wrong with the muffin? Um, the actual muffin is good, but like the little, there's like a dollop of cream cheese in the middle. And it's just like. It's is it, just, is it sweet cream cheese? Like cream cheese filling? Mm, yeah. I, I wouldn't order it again. I would stick with the pumpkin bread or the pumpkin spoon. I also got, I had a coworker stop me last week and say, hey, I know you drink cold brew. Have you tried the pumpkin spice cold brew at Starbucks, which is new? I disagree. Stop. Sorry. You like the muffin with the cream cheese? The dollop of cream cheese is good because it's like sweet cream cheese. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, plain cream cheese you would put on a bagel. The issue is it's disproportionate. To the muffin, right? So there's not enough. If we're looking there's at it. There's maybe like a quarter size of cream cheese. Yeah. And the muffin's huge. So it, it's the cream cheese is clearly the best part of the muffin. So. so Starbucks, maybe you do a cream cheese icing. Yeah. Maybe that would be a little better. Yeah. Because Starbucks think, is taking notes from us. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're listening to us. We, you know, um, if you just listen to this podcast for a couple of weeks, Starbucks, you'll end up being successful. Yeah, right. You need us. No, you don't. Um, uh, I think that's why the pumpkin spice scone is so good because it's got icing icing on it. Yeah. Okay. okay, so my coworker was like, have you tried the pumpkin spice cold brew? Now, I have not because I don't really get into the pumpkin spice thing. I do enjoy pumpkin flavored things, but pumpkin spice and like a latte, I'm not really a huge coffee drinker, so I don't really experiment much with my coffee drinks. Um, so he was like, Callie, I hate pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice cold brew might be the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. So he said that this is a guy that I work with, Andy Scholes, talking to you. And so I got one. Should we now, try it? Yeah. Now the pressure's on you, Andy. Now a cold brew, the vanilla, everybody always asks what our go-to cold brew order is. And for me, it's a vanilla sweet cream cold brew, which just looks like. It doesn't taste any different to me. Than a regular one? Yeah. But this one has all sorts of shenanigans on top. It does. It looks, it looks very fancy. Are we supposed to stir it? I never know what so to try it, then stir it okay, and then try it again. Cause to me, I didn't taste anything. It tastes like a poorly made vanilla sweet cream cold brew. If you are a person, stir it up okay. and try it again. if you're a person who, oh yeah, see, that's the magic. Oh, okay. So he just stirred cause it comes with some sort of foam looking something on top, which I assume is the pumpkin cream. Then it comes with some sort of like spice on top of that. Probably like a nutmeg or a cinnamon or something, something like folly. That. So we had not mixed it. So try it again and see if it's different. It's, it's different. Maybe but he's never had 
sweet cream vanilla cold brew because that ish is good. Meh. I Meh. mean, it's fine. It's like a sweet <laughs> cream vanilla cold brew with cinnamon, kind of. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It's I'm okay. Stick, and there's more calories. So I'm going to stick with my OG sweet cream vanilla cold brew. Which, by you're the saying way, it wrong. Like, it's vanilla sweet cream cold vanilla brew. Vanilla sweet cream cold brew. Um, and you have to say it exactly right because people who have never gone to Starbucks get very nervous to say it wrong who don't regularly order. Like when I change my drink up, this is not a lie. You get nervous. I write it on my phone in my notepad and I read it. Jeff at one point had his Starbucks order All as right. his Instagram oh, okay. bio. Yeah. Um, so, and he would just go look at, I would go look at his Instagram bio because for a while his order was a little more complicated than it is now. And I would always go to his Instagram bio and be like, what does my husband drink? That's it. It it was a grande iced latte with two pumps of vanilla, two pumps of sugar free vanilla (laughs) and a splash of an extra or oh, an extra shot, but I had it written out in perfect Starbucks lingo. Yeah. Cause you know, if you say it wrong, they repeat it back to you in the correct way. In and the correct it, way. They don't say, Hey, you said it wrong, but they're just like, when I say sweet cream, vanilla cold brew, they're like, okay, so you'd like a grande vanilla sweet, sweet cream, cream cold, cold brew. brew. Yeah. Um, which is really nice, but yeah. All right. So, uh, the, the verdict on the Starbucks pumpkin stuff we tasted today, go the, for the scone, the scone home run. And I like it because it doesn't taste anything like pumpkin. It tastes like a piece of cinnamon cake or something. It tastes like a little like gingerbread. Uh, gingerbread. Yeah. That's the word. The pumpkin, uh, cold brew. Meh. Maybe if you really like pumpkin, uh, in the pumpkin muffin, they're not generous enough with their, uh, sweet cream or cream cheese. So there you go. Your, is your mouth full? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I would like to give a little bit of a pep talk, a little motivational speech, a little locker room halftime encouragement to anybody who has been planning on starting some sort of workout fitness thing or whatever. I love that you're like into the pep talks. Like you, this is week two. Jeff Dollar has got a pep talk. Bring it. Well, and this is a a simple one, but I found myself with an extra hour today Mm -hmm. and um, I had a a one hour long appointment. It got canceled and I was about to just kind of blow it off, you Mm -hmm. know, find something to do, throw the ball for the dog. I don't know. I was going to blow it off, but I'm like, you know what? Every single day you say, I say, uh, we're going to go for, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to go do something, whatever. And then I find an excuse, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And the heat is an easy excuse. But today I just did it and I felt freaking great all day. Not because I did some sort of great workout and I feel like totally like buff and swole, but because I actually did it, yeah, it was a sense of accomplishment. And the first step truly is the hardest. It 1000% is. I did that today and you were helping me. We were recording. But yeah, but you work out. You're good about working out and doing it every day and putting it in your schedule and not changing it. Well, but then I get here, you know, we were recording and and we were going to try to record a bunch of stuff today. And I looked at Jeff. He's like, what time do you have to leave? I'm like, well, I don't really have to leave. I mean, I, I could cancel my workout. 
And you said to me, no, you need to go. And the hardest part is getting there. (laughs) That sounds like uh, that you have to be a certain weight or we're no longer married. (laughs) No, No. that's not what I meant. I told Jeff that I need him to keep me accountable. So if he hears me trying to make excuses to not go, that I have to go because I feel so much better when I do. And for me, it's not about today. It wasn't about like the blood rush, physical, whatever. It was about the fact that I actually did it. So here is my pep talk, my motivational speech or whatever. Whatever it is that you are trying to do, but haven't been able to do, like you haven't been able to just take the first step, right? Mm -hmm. Cut it in half and do that. Whatever it is. So like if your plan was I'm going to take a 40 minute walk every day after work, Mm -hmm. cut it in half and make it a 20 minute walk and do it because that's what I, I did today. I was like, all right, I've just got to go out and start like running and jogging. I got to get back up to the point where I could run a 5k. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just like to today I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go walk two miles. I ended up walking two and a half, but I was just like, I'm just going to go walk two miles and I did it mm-hmm. and it's done. And now I can't wait to go do it again. Tomorrow. It's kind of a reminder that you can, as dumb as that sounds like you're like, oh, okay. So I can't, I can do that. And I'm fine. Not only am I fine, but I feel really good. It's like a mind. It's, it's, I mean, it's truly a mind game on yourself. Like it's a trick that you're playing on yourself because if you're intimidated by a, you're not going to be intimidated by half of A. So just do half of A, whatever A is. Yeah. So it's, if it's, I'm going to spend my entire lunch hour working. I'm, I'm going to have, you know, I'm, I'm uh, not going to drink any wine after work. It's mm-hmm. like you normally have three glasses of wine every night. Have one and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just take, if you're going to quit smoking, you don't have to stop tomorrow. But what if you smoked one less cigarette tomorrow? Right. Than you did today. Right. And every 10 days you take a cigarette away. Like at the end of the year, you're going to be down thousands of cigarettes. Right. So. One small chunk at a time. Yes. Baby steps. So anyways, that's my little motivational pep talk. And I, I wish for everyone who is trying to get off their butt and just do something. I wish you find the time, the energy, the whatever to do some part of it. And I hope that fuels you the way it is me. The highlight of my day. All right. It has to do with Target. Target, everybody's favorite addiction. Uh, Target is launching a rewards program. And I am giddy about it because there's nothing. We don't have to do anything. They're just giving us money. It is about time that I got paid to shop at Target. That's all I'm thinking. They're giving money for doing what we're already going to do, which is go to the store and buy things that weren't on our list. I get way too excited about rewards programs because I don't like having 5 million credit cards. And I struggled with that for years for Nordstrom. And then they came out with their points program and I've never been happier in my life. And then now Target is going to get, everyone's just giving me money. I'm so excited. Now, what is it do you think about Target that's different than Walmart, or Dollar General, or a supermarket, or anywhere else that that entices you to buy more than you came for. Like, I could walk into a Dollar General and need 
whatever, mm-hmm. s- shout laundry spray stuff, walk in, buy it, and walk out. Right. I could walk into a grocery store and get a package of English muffins and some peanut butter and walk out, no problem. Even a Walmart. You go in, get a garden hose, leave. But Target, I've never, ever done it. And when I do do it, it's like a little parade happens in my head. Well, it's because they set everything up so well. So when you go in the furniture furniture section, you're not seeing a chair. You're seeing your new living room. And then you're like, oh, well, I have to have the basket. And then I have to have the fake plant that the basket goes in because that looks really good. And it looks great next to that end table. So I just have to redecorate my whole living room. As opposed to like Walmart where they just kind of nail the end tables to a weird slopey. <laughs> it's like on a weird slopey display and you're like, oh, there's an right. end table. Or, why is, I think why isn't that door sliding open? Right. I think Walmart even will like cut it in half and it's like, this yeah. is what half of your desk is going to look like. And Target's like, no, we're going to lay out everything. And then it's like, hey, you're having a baby. Look at what your whole nursery could look like if you bought all of this stuff. But there is a, uh, yeah. I would like to know what the research is just on the layout and all that stuff. Cause you know, that's all scientific, like the way you walk through the store and all that. Cause I really, it is a small victory when I leave target for exactly what I went in for. I did that yesterday and I've never felt better. Right. I had tooth wash, tooth wash, tooth wash, <laughs> toothpaste, mouthwash and lotion on my list. And I got all of those things and I went through the home section and I didn't buy it. Were you in a hurry? Did you have like an appointment or a meeting or did, were you trying to get home or something? Yeah. Or, see, that's what it is. Like if you're the smart way to shop at Target, this is pre-rewards program. This is when they weren't paying you to be there. Right. This is old days. Right. When uh, the smart thing to do to go to Target is if you have a dentist appointment at 1.30, you go to the nearest Target at 10 after 1. Because then you've got 10 minutes in the store, five minutes to check out, and five minutes to get, get to your dentist appointment. That's mm-hmm. it. Because if you don't and you have nothing afterwards, next thing you know, your dryer sheets have turned into a vacuum cleaner, uh, a plaque that says live, laugh, love, um, a new spatula And set. apparently your whole living room because right. you had to have the end table that matched with the basket that the fake plant was in. In a car seat, even if you don't have a kid or aren't expecting Right, you're like, oh, that looks nice. Yeah, oh, and it's on sale too. It's like like the same psychology as they use in Vegas with the casinos to like make you gamble longer. They're They're like filtering the air so it's like perfectly. There's no windows in there. They they paint the ceiling the color of the sky and they pump in oxygen. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, when does the rewards thing start? When do let's let's say what let's call it really what it is. When do you start getting paid for going to Target? <laughs> Target Circle launches October sixth. All right, the countdown is on, people. So don't go. You don't have to go to Target between now and then. Just wait till October sixth. Yeah, get, when you'll get paid for it. Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of the Upside. This was the first episode of The Upside where we incorporated people calling in about a specific topic. How do you think it went? I love it. I love hearing more voices and opinions, and I think it lends itself to be very funny. And shout out to the folks who got on the air, one from Indianapolis and one from Canada. Hello. That's awesome. Yeah, we love hearing from people all over the place. Our phone number is 800-434-5454 if you want to be a part of the show. I have an idea for our next topic, and I'll throw it out here, but I think we, we might have to put it on the schedule, you know, properly for an episode. Okay. But it was based on an Instagram message I got today. Okay. From somebody who was asking advice 
about your picture frame wall. And you responded, send a message to Jeff because it's not a marital project. I value my marriage too much to want to help him with that. And you made the right call. It, oh, I totally did. We have a wall that has 12 evenly spaced pictures on it. And Callie was in the room handing me things, but was perfectly silent because she could see the frustration building. It's like... At one point, didn't I throw the stepladder to the side and announce that the house was crooked? Yeah. Yeah. And that we needed like a new house and a new wall. And I just, I kept, <laughs> I kept illogical things that you think, but I knew, I mean, it's like wallpaper. I mean, I, people, I am sure that someone has gotten divorced over hanging wallpaper. So we'll, uh, we'll go into more detail, but if you want to be the, one of the first contributors to that topic, what's the proper way to say it? What endeavors should married couples to should married people never undertake together ever if you want to have a fight free relationship avoid these is that right the right yes. way to say it okay 800-434-5454 hi Callie and Jeff my name is Emma I'm 14 years old and I'm from East Atlanta Georgia personally for my opinion on the whole car sitting, hitting situation since I don't have kids thankfully because I'm 14 um, I'm pretty sure my mom would kill me if she knew that I did that and she knew I knew I did that and so personally I think if they don't speak up about it and they don't admit to doing it I think law enforcement should be made by the way I just want to say I love y'all's podcast so much and it's so inspiring and it makes my day 10 times better thank you so much keep doing what you're doing bye Hey, Jeff and Callie, it's Miriam from Norcross. I adore your podcast. I read about it in the Atlanta Journal a few weeks ago and started listening then, and I listen every morning. It just starts my day off in the best way. I also love the jingle. Yeah, we're all working to double that upside. Anyway, have a great day. Thanks for your upside, and bye. Hi, y'all. It's Leslie from Dallas, Georgia, and I listen every morning on my way to work, and I drive to work on the butt crack of dawn, so it wakes me up, and I'm happy about that. It makes me very happy. Um, so I just had to say, I literally laughed out loud at a red light when Callie was talking about the price of bras, and Jeff goes, holy crap, and was so amazed at the price of bras. I don't know why that struck me as so funny, but I literally LOL'd at a red light, and people around me looked at me funny. Also, I'm definitely on Team Jeff with the eggs thing. You can't put them back asymmetrical and just left to right because that way it's too prone to accidents when you pull the egg carton out of the fridge. If it's real heavy on one side and light on the other, then it's easier to just pull out and drop and mess up the whole thing or whatever. So rather than setting yourself up for problems, you put it symmetrically, put all the eggs in there symmetrically, and it'll work out perfectly. Okay, bye, y'all. Thanks again. It's an awesome podcast. I love it, and I will keep listening. Have a great day. I have to go eat some cat poop, okay?